Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Jennifer Lozado. Jennifer, are you ready to do this? I sure am. Excellent. Let's do this. Jennifer is a CFA, a CFP, and a NAPFA registered financial advisor. She began her career in financial services 30 years ago as a fixed income trader. In 1999, she founded Summit Financial Partners, and she is the author of Inheriting Chaos with Compassion, Learn to Navigate Your Loved One's Financial Legacy. I'm excited to have you on. Jennifer, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. So yes, well, I from a personal perspective, um, I am widowed, which is part of what was the um, inspiration for writing that book. My husband died from leukemia about four years ago, and um, so I'm a true single mom of of a 13 year old girl. So um, it's been quite the journey, and very um, we've learned a lot, and life is still very rich, which is really great, but. Um, so I started, as you said, in the financial services industry, and my my career has just evolved as everyone's has, and um, eventually became a fee-only investment advisor and planner. And the reason I do that is you really can help people and make a difference in their lives and help take some of the emotion out of um, money for them, or at least manage the, the emotion around money for them. And people tend to have more success in their financial lives when um, they're looking at things from a little less of a heightened emotional state. Um, and so it's been, it's been a blast. I love working with my people. Well, I appreciate, I appreciate that, that emotions, although they provide us with some of the most wonderful things in the world, do not necessarily lend themselves to making good sound financial decisions in, in tough okay. circumstances. So, yeah. so sorry for your loss. It sounds Thank like, you. it sounds like, a sounds like you've you've managed through the process as 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 well as you can so mm -hmm. how how long did, did, did it take you to to bring everything together for the book it really only took a year and there's a second half to that story of what brought the book about um, when about a year and a half ago my sister also died. She was a couple years older and she has a husband who was significantly older than she. And um, that was very unexpected. And when she died, um, her husband was in a state of declining memory. And suddenly, without warning, I became her executor and his power of attorney. And I had to jump in and figure out where they stood financially, where things were, what it was, you know, as far as I, I literally ended up selling all their possessions. It was quite a not fun journey to say the, the least. But when I was working through that process, it was frustrating. And I was going, you know, as someone with experience with all the forms and phone calls and all those things I do as a normal part of my life. I was thinking to myself, well, if, I, if someone like me who has a lot of experience in this is feeling like I take one step forward, two step back, and it's frustrating how much more overwhelming it must be for someone who has less experience with that in the middle of grief, um, trying to just 
get it done and deal with all those. And so the book ended up being a, a way, I hope, to help people to take a step back and assess where they are and start, start to work through all those issues of paperwork and finding stuff. It's amazing what you can't find in somebody's house <laughs> when you didn't know you were going to be looking for it a day earlier. Sure. You know? So, um, so that was really the, the whole purpose of writing the book was to be, um, a guide for someone who is suddenly in that situation as well as hopefully to inspire us, myself included, to be more organized around some of our financial issues. And, and it can be as, it's amazing what something as simple as a power bill can do for you because when you call these companies, you need an account number, you know? And so it's, it, hopefully it inspires, um, more organization. And I, you know, I'm certainly not perfect at it. I, I work at it too, but it really is a gift that you can give your, your people, your loved ones, if something, and it's not just if you die, if you're incapacitated for a month for whatever reason, it, it can be a huge gift to those that are helping you. Yeah. What a, what a crazy, and I don't want to call it awful, but what a crazy and, and challenging four years that you've been through, Jennifer. Yeah. Was, 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 I mean, I'm listening to you tell the story about having your sister pass away and uh-huh. her, her husband with, with declining memory uh-huh. and having dealt with the, obviously, the loss of your husband. Uh-huh. But I, I, I would almost, well, as as you're worried about making decisions and not wanting to screw anything up, those are mm-hmm. those are such different scenarios. But each one, I, I would almost think, well, again, it's stupid for me to try to put myself in your shoes, that it'd be more stressful to make the decisions about somebody else's estate than 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 dealing with maybe your husband's. Oh it, it, no, you're definitely right, spot on with that. Um, in the case of you know being a financial person, with my the case of my own family and my husband, I I knew where all the pieces were, right? And I did all the bill paying and all that anyway. So from a financial perspective and 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 settling things, it, there were some things I didn't you know that were harder than I expected, like dealing with some of his employer stuff. But um, but for the most part, that was fairly smooth. Um, but you're right with my sister, because I knew nothing about their financial lives, that um, it was just like getting thrown in the fire and it was much harder. And and I'm still working on that, right? Because my brother-in-law is still alive and he's in assisted living and, you know, there's decisions making for, I had to, this is horrible, but I just had to make the decision to adopt his dog out because he couldn't take care of it anymore. Um, and you know, it feels so mean, but it's really better for the dog and it's really better for him. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a weighty responsibility for sure. So when this happens, let's just talk about really practical stuff. Is it Mm -hmm. a matter of just trying to find all the different, for lack of a better term, pieces? It is. And, um, I think that's like big step number one is finding all the pieces and trying to organize them somewhat by um, type. So for example, I figured out that my sister had a checking account at one bank, but 
and then I later found an IRA statement for the bank. So as I kind of pulled the pieces together, I'm like, all right, I'm going to deal with that bank all at once. Right. And then moving on to the, another subject all at once and, and hope, what you hope is that cuts down on the gazillion phone calls and errands and trips to DMV that you have to take. But in her case, I ended up having, she lived an hour away. I had to forward her mail to, to my house. And I just started accumulating things and ideas and about what she had. And then I had to clean out her house too. And she was not a super organized person. So (laughs) that was, we found some clues there too, but it wasn't, it wasn't fun. (laughs) So yeah, it's really just finding the pieces and dealing with them as they come. Okay. And so I imagine that a lot of this feels like, like you're out of control and powerless, but like anything, the more you're able to sort of control the controllables and get everything together and then come up with a, maybe a way forward or you see, okay, here's the roadmap to actually getting the things that I think I need or that I know need done. That probably helps a little bit. Yeah. I I think, um, to take intentionally try to just do one piece at a time and it can feel like part of the pressure, internal pressure is I just want to get this over with because it's so awful. And, um, And then, you know, like most people, I work full time and I have a daughter and, you know, it it was like getting this part time job that I didn't want and didn't really have any intention of um, ever having to take on. And um, so I think we just have to be kind to ourselves and say, you know, this week I'm going to deal with this one issue and not worry about the rest until then pick a new one the next week because Otherwise, you just feel like all you do is run around and make phone calls. And at one point I said, you know what, I'm going to take a week and I'm just going to do it all. But it's not practical because real life doesn't stay on hold for that unless you're in a situation where you just, you know, a time or a phase of life where you have more free time. So, yeah, just taking the small bites is really and letting yourself off the hook a little bit for um, not feeling so rushed, I think, is the right way to do it. And probably, yeah, I, I think that that's, that's as well put as, as you possibly can. I mean, you start to rush through anything, and that's when you start making mistakes and mm-hmm. things like that. So, so it's I appreciate stress, that. Absolutely. Yeah. Did, did you have a sense of, of I mean, it's like, okay, I, I, I think I understand I need to get all this stuff together, but mm-hmm. how, do, how do I know when I'm done? <laughs> when the surprises stop coming in the mail, basically. Right. <laughs> um, you know, it's interesting. Um, I, I really don't think you can know for a year because things show up. Usually every, most everything has at least a one year mail cycle, right? So, or a statement cycle or something. And so I don't think it really does take a good year to be sure that you're done. Um, and sometimes if you have a complex estate and you're working with attorneys and you're, you know, going through probate with the courts, um, it could take longer, especially if you have unhappy errors. But um, thankfully, that was not the situation here. Um, but, yeah, you pretty much need to I mean, I would get surprises I didn't know about six months later um, because somebody set something up wrong somewhere. And, you know, from like with my brother in law, they had paying for his medicine, they had, the uh, assisted living place had given the medic, the um, drug companies or the distributor 
the wrong name and address to get the bill paid. And suddenly there, I guess they hunted me down somehow and they called me like, you know, you haven't paid us in five months. And I'm like, you know, I didn't know you existed. <laughs> you <know? Right. laughs> so, um, but people are generally very easy to work with and, you know, we got it straight. It was fine, but, um, it just takes time. It just takes time. Right. Mm -hmm. And once you feel like you've maybe put, put all those sort of the technical, the accounts, all that stuff behind you, mm -hmm. how do you, how do you move forward emotionally? Yeah, I think that's really the tough part because that is something that comes and goes, right? How much it affects you with the holidays are harder. Um, for me, the hardest part has really been watching my mother's grief. Um, and how hard it has been for her. Um, and so you know, it's given me a lot of perspective or more perspective, I should say, about how important relationships are. And um, that's really the what brings richness to your life. And I, it, I, for me, it was investing even more in the relationships that are important to me. Um, helps bring about, it brings about a lot of joy and um, um, helps you move through that grief. So it's, um, I'm sure it's very different for everybody. I grieve differently for my husband than I did my sister. Um, and of course our relationships were quite different, but, um, so for, with my husband, I needed to withdraw a little bit from some things. And with my sister, I had to be on more. It was an interesting dynamic how they both manifested themselves differently. So I think everybody does grieve differently and they need to give themselves permission to do that, whatever their right way is. And I think too, when other people observe, it's my, I mentioned I needed to withdraw that when my husband died, I just needed some quiet to think and figure out what the next move was. And, um, and I have so many wonderful friends. I'm so grateful for them, but um, you know, people were bringing us food and wanting to know if I needed to talk. And it was so beautiful and wonderful. But at the moment, that wasn't really what I needed. But I wouldn't have it any other way, though. The feeling that love was great. But, you know, people just need different things. Right, right. So you've you've been in the industry and working with people around money for 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 your entire career. How how yeah. has how have the last four years changed your perspective in in your client relationships? Well, I think it's tightened them quite a bit. Um, I, I'm very fortunate being a fee only advisor. I really get the opportunity to develop relationships with my clients um, and really get to know them. And, um, but I, you know, people, it, it gives us a deeper understanding of each other. I've had a couple clients lose their spouses in the last four years. And I think that when we talk and they say, whatever it is they're facing at the moment, whatever emotions, and they look at me and they say, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I absolutely know what you're talking about. I mean, I can completely re relate to what you're going through at the moment. And I think people just like that connection and to feel understood. I mean, we all do, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think it has deepened that. I think it's also made me um, 
I'm not sure how to phrase this, kind of more of an advocate for them as far as let's think about what your future might look like if it's somewhat different and make sure we're organized for that, even though you may or may not be lose your spouse in the you know next 10 years, but let's be a little more intentional about what thinking through that scenario. Um, and you have to be careful with that, right? Because you don't want to be um, inviting thoughts that are not um, necessary at the moment. But I, I do think it helps me think about um, financial planning from a different perspective. Yeah, I think that, I mean, you think about it in terms of I spent uh, I spent ten years um, working with with New York Life, and that's obviously a life mm-hmm. insurance company. And right. you know, it's like I was 22 when I started, and my experience in the business with having actual clients pass away and seeing the product work. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it it hastened me or it gave me the confidence or the urgency to to, to have the conversation about about death and about doing the planning that's necessary. So that was. Right. I think it impacts people differently. So it does, and and it is important to um, you know. It, I mean, it really is just a gift that someone, if they have got some life insurance, it get, it opens up their their length of time that they can heal because they're less under less pressure, generally speaking. Um, and um, so, yeah, it's gratifying to see people benefit from what the work you've done for them. Well, Jennifer, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? <laughs> um, so I I would, and I'm not an estate planning attorney, but I would say whatever you do, make sure you get your legal documents, your estate planning documents in place, and people avoid doing this because it's unpleasant and they don't want to think about who might be their um, take care of their kids when they're gone or who will help settle their estate or um, who's going to make medical decisions for them if they're in a bad position. And I, I would say just do it anyway because you don't want the courts to decide what happens to your estate. Um, so I know that's not exactly in line with my business, but it is the starting point for all of that settling of your financial affairs. And it's really important to get done. Yeah, I think that that is such important stuff that definitely gets a come on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I don't know that that was the, the, the smoothest transition I've ever made on the show, but, but I tell you what, I think I think, <laughs> I think that these are some of the most important conversations that, that, that anyone can have and some of the most uncomfortable, and therefore we put them off, and then we put ourselves in difficult situations. So, yeah. so, so the more yeah. we can talk about it and understand how to how how the process works, certainly the better. So, yeah. 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 so Jennifer, where where can people learn more about you, and where can they get a copy of the book? Um, my book is on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. There's a um, there's a Kindle version and a print version. Um, so. Yeah, um, yeah, I would love for it to help people. Would be great. My website is summitfinancialpartnersrva.com. RVA is short for Richmond, Virginia, which is where I'm located. Um, so, um, yeah, I can be found in both places. It's it's been really fun connecting with lots of new people through this whole process. Excellent. 
Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jennifer your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Pick up a copy of the book on Amazon or Barnes & Noble. I'll list that in the notes of the show. And check out summitfinancialpartnersrva.com as well. Thank you again, Jennifer. Thank you, George. I really enjoyed chatting with you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step by step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on!